Now, you may think that Israel has pretty strict gun laws, but they're nothing compared to Japan. Authorities have made it extremely difficult for the average citizen to own a weapon. As a result, gun violence in Japan is almost unheard of. Max Fisher is an associate editor at The Atlantic. He says Japanese attitudes toward gun ownership are the polar opposite of those found in America. It is really hard to get your hands on a gun in Japan. Handguns are absolutely banned except for on-duty police. They can't even carry them when they're off-duty. You can't buy rifles unless you owned one before 1971 when they passed the first law banning all rifles. You can have a shotgun or an air rifle, but it is a very difficult, onerous process to get one, which is why Japan has one of the lowest gun ownership rates in the world. There are six guns privately held for every thousand people. In the United States, there are 890 guns for every thousand people. Gun violence is also extremely low. In 2008, in the U.S., there were 12,000 firearm-related homicides. In all of Japan, there were 11. That's fewer people than were killed just in the Aurora shooting. There were 587 Americans killed by accidental gun discharges. There were none killed in Japan. What is the difference in regulations between the United States and Japan? In Japan, the law actually starts with uh, this 1958 law that reads, no person shall possess a firearm or firearms or a sword or swords. So they start from the assumption that you can't have guns. And then from there, you kind of work in these these exceptions that, you know, well, in some situations, you can have a shotgun for hunting, but, you know, you have to go through this very difficult process to get a hold of it. As you mentioned, though, there are some number of guns in Japan. Uh, what, What do you have to go through to get one? So it starts with an all-day class and a written test, and they're held only once a month, and they're held on a weekday. Once you pass the written test, you have to take and pass a shooting range class. Then you have to head over to the hospital for a mental test and a drug test. Um, Japan is really unusual in that you have to affirmatively prove your mental health in order to get a gun. Uh, Then you follow that with the police. The police will go on to pass a pretty rigorous background check, And that's just to get your hand on the shotgun or air rifle. Once you've got it, you have to give the police um, specific details on where in your home you're keeping the shotgun and the ammunition. Then after all that, you've got to bring the gun in for an annual inspection by the police. And then every three years, you have to do the entire thing all over again. So you can see why a lot of people in Japan might think, you know what, it's not worth the trouble. So do you foresee any changes in uh, the laws in Japan? I don't think so. Japanese gun laws have been slowly tightening since 1958. And, you know, they've even had to actually pass some laws to make people carry guns more. Uh, The American Occupation Authority after World War II, uh, General MacArthur was famously dismayed because none of the police carried guns. And he had to specifically order them to carry handguns so they just wouldn't do it. The thing is, though, that we are comparing things in, you know, the 2000s. But as you mentioned, the history of this stuff is very, very different. Part of it goes back to the 19th century when there was this very explicit government effort to disarm the samurai class, which was, you know, kind of this famous elite that were using weapons to kind of entrench their authority. And the Meiji Restoration was trying to take that back. And the big way they did that is they said, you have to turn over your swords, which ended up being very violent. Um, A lot of them would not give them up without a fight. And you can kind of see this legacy in the laws, that even 20th century laws will write alongside firearms, they will also have swords. I mean, the firearm law says no firearms or no swords. 
You know, there was a nice anecdote in your article about, you know, the famous Yakuza gangsters using things other than guns. Sort right. of America in the before the 20s. It's amazing. The Yakuza will, you know, and, and I don't want to downplay the Yakuza because, you know, they kill a lot of people. They're very violent. They will occasionally use not just guns but assault rifles. But culturally, they are very sensitive about using guns. And you can even see it in the pop culture that the idea of in a Japanese action movie, if a handgun comes out, that's considered this kind of very serious, grave thing. Whereas in an American action movie, you know, unless there are 40 guns going off at once, it's kind of a boring scene. So you, you can really see that the way that they look at guns is just so different than how we do. And they're much more sensitive to kind of the danger that they pose. Max Fisher is an associate editor at The Atlantic. We will have a link to his article, A Land Without Guns, How Japan Has Virtually Eliminated Shooting Deaths. Max, thank you. Thank you.